women well-being physically mentally is the topic of wellness all seasons with mina podcast uh, so it's all about how to stay fit healthy energetic serene no matter what seasons in the year or in life because as women we know many seasons and uh, the the goal is to empower you to with healthy lifestyle tips and uh, sharing stories with my guests to empower you to take care of yourself and so as to feel great, stay fit, healthy, and enjoy your life. You deserve it. Today, I wanted to share with you the story of my guest. She is author, editor, D.B. Burke. Welcome to Wellness All Seasons, and uh, I'm happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here, Mina. I appreciate you inviting me here. Thank you so much. So I'm curious about uh, uh, your well-being, how you deal with it, because I'm doing a series about well-being in the workplace, and uh, I know that sometimes we can meet challenges in workplace as women we want to build our career our family life uh, we want to be a superstar in all these areas and sometimes our well-being can be compromised when we want to be perfect in everything and we can leave our mental and physical health so how things are going for you as an editor and an author? They're going very well. Um, I have a long career in the corporate world <clears throat> and have had a lot of different kinds of jobs, mostly related to communications, writing, journalism, marketing, PR, those kind of things. And starting um, at the tail end of the lockdown, I, I began to think of um, working from home and starting my own business. And that there were a lot of reasons behind that, but one of them is you, you just hit on that, which is um, taking care of yourself <clears throat> spiritually, uh, career-wise, um, uh, feeding your creative soul. And so launching a business, um, it was a couple of years ago, so I was in my early 60s. And um, I just went for it. I am lucky to have a spouse who is supportive and he also works as well. But um, I, I started the company in September of 2020 um, and lockdown was kind of still around. There were places that were not open, um, public spaces, restaurants, you know, shopping and all that kind of stuff. And the adjustment to working from home um, was a lot to take on, but I was very interested in doing it and making it, uh, you know, successful. Yeah. So uh, you decided to work from home to do your own, uh, uh, to create your own uh, business from home. Uh, why? Because before your well-being was not uh, uh, as you want. Well. You, when you work for somebody else, <clears throat> you're um, you're not in control of much of the environment and much of what happens to you um, throughout the day. Um, having your own business, 
puts all the onus and responsibility on you, but also gives you all the freedom to do it the way you want. And um, there is some painful trial and error sometimes, and I'm still learning uh, as far as running a business, but the work of what I do, I've been doing for many years, which is writing um, as an author, as well as editing. So I've edited in journalism for newspapers, for magazines, and I've done marketing for hospitals and so on. Um, but um, the decision to work from home doesn't come without strings. You have to figure out how you're going to move forward, how you're going to arrange your day, um, what you're going to do to be productive, and you have to keep building your business. So that's a lot of pressure, but I was really ready for it. After helping other individuals and companies to you know, be successful in my little way, in my little lane, working for them, I now wanted to do it for myself. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, it's interesting and congratulations to do it because what I noticed that after the, the pandemic, uh, uh, it was uh, um, a shift for many to decide to uh, uh, create their own online business and work from home. I would love to know your uh, you, if you can share the, the transition in between working in the workplace and working from home and how you are dealing with your well-being physically, mentally, being in the same environment uh, all the time because after you have the possibility to go out of home to work and you have mm -hmm. this daily routine, now you have your daily routine at home. So could you share? <laughs> Thank sure, you. sure. Um, part of uh, being su successful as a business owner, no matter how small it is, if, even if it's a company of one, is taking care of yourself in ways aside from growing your business and doing a good job and having integrity. Um, the other part of the equation is taking care of yourself. So I go to, I work out about four days a week. Um, I do some cardio, a little bit of weights, just a little bit. And, um, you know, walk whenever possible. I live in a city that's near um, a boardwalk by the ocean. Um, so in the nice weather, you know, I, it's, I can really find a lot of, uh, you know, time to go over there and, and walk on the, by the beach, which is great. Um, but even, <clears throat> you know, if you're in a bad climate or a bad, you know, bad weather day or something, you have to find ways to um, you do have to express yourself um, physically. So, you know, even what they call mall walking or doing something else to get your cardio going, helps mm. blood flow, helps your head, it helps your emotion. So a day, I, I do skip maybe every fourth day, for example. And um, while the body needs to rest, um, I do kind of miss it in a way, um, you know, and, and then I look forward to my next workout. It's definitely good for your frame of mind. It's for me, I like to do it in the morning and it really sets me up for the day. I feel more energetic, even though I'm tired from having done it. I'm also um, proud and I feel good about myself that I, you know, achieved this little milestone of the day. Um, and then one of the other components of working from home, like you said, is the space that you're in. Mm. Um, so Starbucks here is my home away from home, my office away from home. So I don't spend all my work time um, at my home. I do go out and like I was saying in the nice weather, 
I could go by the boardwalk and sit on a bench and prop up my, my laptop. So I try to get out and diversify my setting. That's really important. Yeah, this is uh, why uh, being uh, older and you can do it everywhere, from everywhere you want. Yes. Yeah. And you can you are inspired uh, uh, in many uh, different places. So uh, mm-hmm. that's right. It's uh, luxury to to have this kind of uh, life. And uh, what about yeah. your? Yes, you talked about uh, a workout. It's very interesting to move your body. To uh, do uh, cardio is uh, very important. To have a rest. And uh, also you have time now to uh, prepare your uh, meals and to eat uh, healthy. So what about it? That's, that's true. And I, um, I love food and um, you know, I, I could probably stand to lose a few pounds, but I, I balance that with knowing that I do my cardio. I keep my heart and lungs healthy. Um, I don't smoke, I don't drink and um, as far as preparing food from home, that's, that's right. Because you could choose, you know, whatever you're in control of what goes into your fridge Mm -hmm. and what goes into your mouth. So when you work from home, I don't meal prep since I'm not leaving the house and stuff like that. But, um, I, you know, I do cook, my husband cooks a lot for us too. So, um, and we're very interested in, in natural ingredients. That's not to say I don't like carbs. I love my carbs. I love my pasta, but, um, you know, in being in charge of like the fat and sugar content and salt, you know, you can definitely be in charge of those things when you're making your own breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. Uh, it's interesting. I wanted to know your experience about when you are writing. Is it um, always easy for you to write without uh, having this kind of uh, sugar appealing? Because sometimes we need some things to give us energy to continue going and have uh, inspiration to write. What is your experience about this? Well, that's a good point. Um, I don't deny myself too much when I'm feeling like a sweet. And I uh, probably have ice cream, you know, five times during the week. I love ice cream. Um, And I don't feel guilty about it. I don't berate myself. I don't feel um, angry or disappointed. I just have it. I have a little less than I used to at one setting. I used to be able to go through a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Now I'll do half, you know, so I'm not feeling as that, you know, that overindulgent. But um, I mean, life is part of life is, you know, these, these rewards and enjoying and tasting and, you know, indulging somewhat. Um, and then as far as inspiration goes, I, I am like so blessed. I don't want for inspiration. I don't ever have writer's block. In fact, um, the, the mainstay of my work at home is editing other people's yeah. books and manuscripts. And then I have my, it's called Whip Work in Progress. So I have the book that I'm working on on the side. And um, I have to... I have ideas all the time, even when I'm mm. working and editing someone else's work and I have to just kind of not listen to them. And there's a time to listen to them. So I'm very lucky in that regard. But I also wanted to talk to you about sleep, which does have yeah. a, a huge bearing on physical health, mental health. And um, 
I, we get up pretty early in this household, so I could get up five, five thirty, and just lean over and open my laptop and maybe um, do a little bit of work, get a head start on the day. And then I'll put it down and I'll get ready for my workout, which is, I just have to walk across the street, basically the, the recreation center is so close, which, which I'm very lucky. I don't have to get in my car. Um, but there are times I don't sleep during, I wake up during the night multiple times. And yeah. I finally learned, and this was a, a long lesson, this lesson took a long time to come, which was don't fight it. Instead of like laying there and you're frustrated and you're counting, you say, okay, I have four more hours. I have three more hours. Just get up. You know, if you're having inspiration or if you have other racing thoughts, just do something constructive with that time. And then, and I say this because I can work from home. Um, maybe I'll get up at 2 a.m. and I'll work till four and I'm like ready to go back. And I know that's not the best sleep pattern, but I, I don't take any sleep aids and I just don't want to lay there flipping and flopping. So then I'll yeah. go back to sleep maybe from five to six or seven in the morning. Yeah, and this, uh, it's interesting to talk about it because the sleep is very important in uh, mental and physical well-being. And when you uh, have this uh, kind of uh, uh, sleep is not, your sleep is not regular, is not uh, all the night when you wake up two hours, uh, you can do some work, uh, writing or something like that. So it disturbs your day because your energy, your day is not the same as you want it to be. So uh, what about your organization? Because, for example, if you have your schedule for the day after uh, and you wake up at two o'clock, you continue to work two hours, you sleep and your daily routine in the morning are not the same. What do you, how you aren't your uh, daily uh, routine in this case? I don't know why, but um, it's not a problem for me. It happened just this morning. I was up last night, one o'clock, maybe one o'clock. And I'm laying there just for a few minutes and I tell myself if this is too long and getting back, I need to get up out of bed and, um, you know, do some work or do some, you know, what I enjoy, some of the videos I like to watch, which are, I think, good for mental health are things like um, painting and people uh, re re refurbishing furniture, those kind of things I like to look at. Those I find very calming, but um, it just happened today. So I, I got up, you know, about one, went back about four. And then just, you know, slept for two hours, got up and went to the gym. Now that, that little piece, get, getting up after not having a straight through, you know, good night of sleep, that was a little difficult. I felt a little rough, but once I got to the gym and worked out, I felt fine. And I feel like a normal day now. Yeah. And I, I, I that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did another episode about sleep and uh, I gave some helpful tips to, to sleep well. And I think, and uh, it's uh, by experience, uh, there are some uh, routines that we can uh, set so as to sleep well. If we have this kind of experience, we can start to ask 
why it happens. Maybe it was because of some uh, problems or uh, you eat uh, something that uh, was not uh, digest for you. And yeah. the, the idea to get out of bed for me, uh, I think, um, in order to sleep easily after this kind of experience, it's better not to switch on light. It's better to stay light uh, on bed, in bed, and uh, just meditate. Think about do some. Um, uh, just calm down, and it come back easily. Because when you you switch on light and you move from your bed, you can stay uh awake for uh, hours so uh, it's a choice uh you choose to get out of bed do things etc but if you want mm -hmm. to sleep it's better not to switch on tv and not to connect uh, on computer on phone or any dev device what do yeah you i think you know, I, ideally that's true, but um, in, in practical terms, um, it, it works for me because I, um, once my mind gets racing and I'm thinking about, and not necessarily negative things, I'm just, you know, my mind is active. And um, once I know it's beyond the point of no return that I can't shut it off, I just, um, I, I have to get out of bed because there's no purpose served. And like I said, I'm, I am able to, get back asleep. Now, I guess a scientist looking at my REM and my, you know, my mm. brain activity would say, yeah, this is disrupted. But um, I mean, it's, it's one way that it's, it's worked for me. So I'm lucky. Now, if I had to get up and go to a job after not having a, a restful sleep, and go into the workplace, that might be a different story. Because now, today, after having experienced this in the wee hours of the morning, if I want to take a little nap around lunchtime, I can. But when you're in the workplace, you you can't. I mean, you you really can't. Yeah, so, this um, is, is one of the this is things. the positive. Yeah, I love it uh, to to talk about it because I wanted to say that this is the 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 positive uh, thing uh, regarding working from home and doing your own business. You can. Uh, manage your time as you want, your sleep, uh, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And what good. are what are other things you do uh, regarding your well-being? Let's see. Um, besides physical activity, um, I try to get out and be with other people, which is really important when you work from home. Uh, mm -hmm. Even though my husband works from home. And I have grown kids who are working and they live at home and I see them during the day. You need to get out with peers and that's mm. very important. So um, one thing I did, I don't know if they have this where you live, um, the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, which it is exists a business well. organization. Yeah, so I joined my regional Chamber of Commerce and they're very heavy in events. So I don't go to all of them, but I do go maybe two or three times a month. One might be a morning meeting. <clears throat> one might be for dinner and it's getting out with other people. And um, now I am an introvert, but um, I have forced myself to do this because it's important to yeah. uh, re-energize with other people. 
Yeah, I think being introvert is not uh, a problem because when we are alone, we are uh, we can uh, be productive. We, uh, but at the same time, we need uh, to be connected to others, to share, to interact. It's normal. It's human, right? It's human. And uh, in your writing, I'm curious to know about uh, kind of writing. What is uh, your uh, favorite uh, writing it's fiction it's uh, telling stories what's your uh, type yeah, of writing well, i i write about jazz so i write fiction and non-fiction wow i'm i'm excited yeah i love jazz yeah yeah so this this started um my first book obviously was about jazz and it was about the jazz scene where I used to live up in the Northeast uh, Pennsylvania in the US. And um, ever since I've been writing about jazz and um, I write fiction and nonfiction. And um, just like you're doing with your podcast, I meet people all over the world and I don't do a podcast, but I interview them. Mm. And this is some of the material that goes into my nonfiction books, which is mm. interviewing them about strangely enough, about their inspiration, their motivation, how they got into their craft, um, their creative side, what they like about being a musician, how they coped with, and this is a big mental health and, and you know. Uh, of course. Issue, yeah. which is, you know, post-pandemic, how we all got back to find ourselves. And exactly. people did make changes after that, you know, from the working from, you know, working from home temporarily to deciding to start their own business yeah very interesting and what about addiction i'm curious because i have uh, my phd in addiction so it's curious that uh, you are writing about jazz i love jazz and uh, addiction why addiction well some of the um, authors that i come to uh, that come to me to um, do the editing for their manuscript are very, and this was very prevalent during the lockdown or right after, people are writing their memoirs um, about uh, survival, survival from abuse <clears throat> and also from addiction, um, rehab, alcohol, all kinds of issues. And um, this is, I think that they're gonna find there's a sociological thing happening with mm. um, people taking time to kind of evaluate their lives having been locked, you know, locked away from each other basically during the pandemic. And um, also coming to terms with the addictions that they've gone through and so on. And many of these people, I believe, decided that writing a book is cathartic, but also helps them tell their story and maybe um, offer some hope to somebody else. Exactly. Who might be going through that. And then they'll read the book and say, okay, look at this person triumphed and went through it and struggled, but got through it, wrote a book about it, and they seem to be, you know, on the right track. And so maybe I can be. So mm -hmm. those who struggle with those issues, um, writing is often a good outlet for them. Yeah. And uh, you yourself, have you experienced addiction? I do not. Maybe chocolate or ice cream. No. <laughs> I, it's interesting yeah. to know that uh, chocolate uh, can be uh, uh, um, uh, as addiction and I'm preparing um, 
a series about uh, uh, chocolate. Uh, it's very interesting because uh, oh, yeah, because uh, I myself I uh, I uh, have uh, a PhD uh, on addiction, and uh, in a moment in my life I became addicted to chocolate bar. So mm. I can. Uh, tell a lot about it and it's interesting that's why I asked you if you have experienced addiction because when I was uh, dealing with uh, addicted uh, person to do interviews to understand um, all these uh, relationship with uh, uh, the object of addiction and sometimes I received uh, as if that if I don't experience addiction, I can't talk about addiction. That's why I'm asking you if you have experienced addiction, because addiction, we can talk even if we did not experience uh, uh, addiction uh, to some uh, drugs, etc. But now, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are addicted to phone, internet, social media. Yeah. There are a lot of kind of addiction. And this can uh, impact our well-being, our physical and mental well-being. So mm -hmm. it's uh, another topic, an interesting topic about addiction and well-being. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I do think I am very dependent on um, not just social media, social media. And um, I, don't, I don't engage with some of the, you know, the people who want, are looking for disagreements, but I'm always going down rabbit holes, as they say, you know, when I'm researching something. And I, and I know that you have to have time away from your screen. So mm. I do close the laptop. I actually do. My husband might not believe this, but, um, and, you know, and I get outside or I take myself out for half a day and I go walk around a mall and maybe, mm. you know, maybe buy myself a shirt or something. And, um, uh, the, some of what goes on as far as mental health is concerned online is very, it's very toxic. And um, I guess as an author too, you know, your work is being evaluated. If, if you're a creative person, you have your work out there on the internet. Um, your work is being evaluated. And sometimes it's hard to read when people don't appreciate it, don't like it, or insulting, or it just runs the gamut. So um, you do need a break from that because, of course, you can't ever um, control what other people are going to say or do. So mm. you have to control your screen time. I yeah. really am a firm believer. I love it. So what is your last word about uh, someone who uh, is working from home? Uh, how to, yes, you have mentioned a lot of, a lot, a lot of things about uh, how to deal with uh, your daily life when you are working from home and want to uh, to take care of yourself. You talked about sleep, about workout, about uh, eating healthy without feeling guilty when you uh, eat ice cream or chocolate or right. something like that. Right. And yeah, also right. you talked about sleep. And if there is other things, you can uh, close your... Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think about it? Well, I think when you work from home and you own your own, own and run your own business, that there is a temptation to always be on, on, on and doing and, and running and creating and, and you 
have to step back, which I force myself to. Um, not only obviously do you have to sleep, but you have to spend time doing things that are not your job, yeah. not your profession and career. And it's very necessary to do that. I probably don't do that enough, but I do make a conscious, every day I tell myself, okay, shut this and get some balance in your life. So I do. And I would say that to people who are working from home, just make sure you build that into every day. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, sharing. Thank you so much for your tips. I, I'm sure that it will help uh, many women to uh, follow because uh, now after the pandemic, uh, a lot of women decided to create their own online business so as to be with their kids, with their family, and to take control right. of their time, of their life, of their well-being, because the experience in workplace was not always great for uh, health and uh, for physical and mental health. So uh, yes. thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Mina. I appreciate it. Thank you. I hope that you have enjoyed this conversation. I would like to know your takeaway and your aha moment. Please join me on my private Facebook group, Stay Fit with Mina, and share with a supportive community. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. I will see you in the next episode.